It's Pi Augustine, your Division One candidate for Ipswich. My plan is for a community that is vibrant and attracts world investment, a community that is connected with the state-of-the-art transport system, a community that cares for our people and environment at a time of need. Division One needs a councillor that has the energy and motivation to get things done. A community champion. Find out more about me on my Facebook page, Pi Augustine for Division One. This ad was approved by Pi Augustine candidate. Ipswich deserves strong and stable leadership you know you can trust. I'm Mayor Teresa Harding, and as your Mayor, Ipswich is once again a city that businesses are proud to invest in and families love to call home. To keep our city moving forward, I'm committed to reducing cost of living pressures, expanding our road and transport networks, delivering more for our suburbs, and boosting investment in grassroots sports in our community. So vote one Teresa Harding for Mayor for sustainable growth for Ipswich. Authorised by T Harding, 264 South Station Road, Raceview. Coming up, it's the end of an era for Ipswich City Council with the final meeting held on June 24 in the South Street Council Chambers. Only one sitting councillor was present when the council administration building was opened in 1985, some 36 years ago. In this episode, you'll hear councillor Paul Tully reflect on his time as an alderman, then councillor, in the corridors of local government. It's Thursday, July 1, 2021, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. It was a somewhat historic occasion in June when Ipswich City Council held its final meeting in South Street. At the conclusion of a more than three-hour council meeting, Mayor Teresa Harding invited long-standing councillor Paul Tully to say a few words on his time as an elected representative occupying the South Street Chambers. I think most of the stories, most of the best stories I can't uh, speak about until uh, I retire. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a little bit emotional. Um, when I was first elected in 1979, Council was meeting in what was known as the Commonwealth Bank Building at the corner of Brisbane Street and um, it wasn't even the mall there, it was Nicholas Street up on the top floor. Um, it was a fairly Spartan sort of uh, building. We were part-time councillors at the time. We'd, we'd meet in the evenings. I remember Frank Warwick, who from Channel 7, who passed away recently once he did the news from the uh, council chambers uh, for Channel 7, you know, live from up there. When we moved here in 1985, the... Um, um, it was a, a big deal. We had to get special permission from the um, state government, for example, out the front here into South Street to build over the uh, road reserve. So it was a, a long project uh, for council to find its its own home for the building, which has served um, the city since 1985. In those days, uh, Joe Bielka-Peterson was the uh, Premier. Uh, Russ Hins was the Minister for Local Government and Main Roads. And I will say today, and I don't say this publicly very often, but on both sides of politics, I would rate Russ Hins as the best, on one side of politics, as the best local government minister that I've seen. He was the chairman of the Albert Shire uh, for a number of years, understood local government and worked with local government very strongly. On the other side of politics, I think Tom Burns was probably the best local government minister. And just one example of that was when he championed the compulsory fencing of pools in Queensland. And that, that might seem like nothing now, but that was one of the biggest fights that he had with many property owners in the state. So they're the two, the two who stand out to me. 
when we first started here in um, 1985, as I said, um, uh, nighttime meetings uh, continued. Um, uh, we were part-time councillors. We were paid $80 a week um, as councillors. The first mayor to um, in at, at the time had been elected in 1979 was uh, Des Freeman. Then Dave Underwood became the mayor, and the third mayor after that was John Nugent. That was after the um, amalgamation of both councils in 1995. There's lots of memories and lots of nostalgia here. Um, we even had august meetings of the Australian Nuclear Free Zone Secretariat, um, which was a very important organisation over the years. Um, there was a lot of wheeling and dealing done, um, you know, mainly in the corridors of power here, rather than, than in the uh, council uh, chamber. There's just one comment, uh, probably the one I always remember, and there, there's many, many comments, but um, I remember uh, Norm Kruger, who was the deputy mayor at one stage, he, he was a, a brilliant orator, and uh, it was a time through some of the turmoil in the, this council, and he said that, um, I can quote him exactly, he said, some people get into politics to help people. I got, he's talking about himself, I got into politics to destroy people. So, <laughs> and I guess not many people in politics would say that, but Norm Kruger did. That was in the days before council meetings were televised or committee meetings were. There's a lot, a lot that could go into uh, a book, um, a lot that you'd want to leave out. But, um, you know, after, <laughs> after, um, you know, from 1985 on till now, I think we're moving in. I had the opportunity to go down and see almost the finished product today. This is a, a fine testament to, um, you know, to two things. One, this building, which was pretty extraordinary. And I think we are very lucky as a community and as a council uh, to be able to partner with the Ipswich Hospital to, to have, have a buyer. Yeah, sometimes that's not possible and, and you're stuck with a, 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 um, a particularly purposed sort of building and um, you, you've got a, um, a liability rather than an asset on your hand. So, yeah, with those just few short words, and um, um, I'm sure if Councillor Fechner had been here in those years, he would uh, be featuring um, very strongly in my, my book for various reasons, which I won't go <laughs> into today. But, no, it's been an opportunity. It's been a journey over, you know, both my life, personal life, and my political life has been over a number of generations. And, Every council's different. Everyone, everyone's got their uh, various uh, personalities um, and, and interests. And I suppose today we've seen democracy in action, and I hope that continues in the uh, new building. Thank you. Thank you, Councillor. Thank you, Mayor Harding. On that, thank you so much, Councillor Tull. I really appreciate that. And I'll close the very last council meeting in these council chambers at 4:27. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the Donate button at the bottom of the page. You can follow this podcast on your favourite app, including iHeartRadio, or play Ipswich Today from your smart speaker. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thanks for listening.
from legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode or go to ipswichtoday.com.au.